Welcome to Part 1 of The New Yorker's Double Issue for August 11th and 18th, 2014. There are seven articles this week. In the talk of the town, Richard Preston reports on how a deadly strain of the Ebola virus is out of control in parts of West Africa, and Mark Singer writes about how Roger Angel is heading to Cooperstown. Next, David Remnick takes an in-depth look at how Ambassador Michael McFall was there when the promise of democracy came to Russia— and when it began to fade. Then, Sasha Frere-Jones chews over the enduring appeal of Weird Al Yankovic. After that, Emily Nussbaum examines Steven Soderbergh's The Nick. And finally, in the current cinema, David Denby reviews Get On Up, the biographical film about the life of James Brown. But first, it's this week's comment. In Instant Replay, Margaret Talbot writes about violence and the NFL. More and more often, when someone behaves badly in public, someone else is there with a cell phone camera to record it, and a video goes viral. Watching such videos turns us into witnesses after the fact, but it also turns us into ersatz judges and jurors. There's a tendency to compare and rank the wrongdoing we see on our screens, and the comparisons make us more aware of the jaggedly uneven distribution of consequences and at the same time, less able, from the discomfort of our living rooms, to do much about it. The video of New York police officers putting a man named Eric Garner in a chokehold, after which he died, is a useful document. Garner's offense was the suspected peddling of untaxed cigarettes. The video shows the officers tackling him, with one seeming to grip him by the neck and then force his head to the ground, while Garner, who was 43 and asthmatic, gasps and says repeatedly, I can't breathe. The video is deeply disturbing to watch, but it could help ensure that justice is served in the case. It has already started an important discussion about the proper use of force. Garner's case is one horrifying outcome in the era of broken windows policing. That approach prescribes arrests for small-scale lawbreaking, on the theory that major crime often finds a niche in neighborhoods where minor crime has been allowed to flourish. There's evidence to support the strategy, but it's not an unambiguous boon to crime-fighting, and it can inflict a disproportionate penalty for infractions of the cigarette-peddling, subway-dancing, panhandling variety. As a recent article in the Times pointed out, in 1995, the NYPD made one felony arrest for every 1.3 arrests in the broadest category of misdemeanors. By 2013, the ratio had grown to 2.5 misdemeanor arrests for each felony. Some of the offenses targeted.